Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Oh, hey, hey guys. Hey, I'm here. Uh, hey, look, there's Wells. Hey, hey. Wells, what you doing? Uh, hey. I'm hiding out over in the corner. Yeah. You know. And as you notice, by the lack of his voice, Chris is still not with us. Who? We, we miss Chris. Yeah. Who? 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 Are, are you sure? At NC Crispy. Uh, <coughs> I don't know that I miss him. At Not Here Crispy. Yeah. Not Here Crispy. At, not going to work gonna, here anymore. Gonna, <laughs> not gonna, I, I think we made that joke couple times today. Whatever. And we, we have made it like several yeah. times in his absence. And yeah. we're going to keep making it until he returns. Yeah, or exactly. doesn't. Or doesn't. Who knows? Uh, yeah, ready for news? Do it. What do you want to talk about today, Josh? Same thing you we do every stuff? night, I mean, Nikki. I, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, so number one, Shipyard. You guys are familiar with Shipyard Brewing, shipyard, right? Shipyard, Shipyard. What's, what's their flagship? Oh, okay. Are they, are they one of the ones that make that uh, pumpkin beer that always sits on the shelves? Yes. I know that's one of them. Um... Trying to think, shit. What else? That is a good question. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Welcome to Craft Beer Cast, where we uh, look ahead to all of our stories and are totally prepared to talk about anything and everything. Right. Well, I know they're Portland, and and I know they make that stupid pumpkin beer. Pumpkinhead ale. I know that they're employee owned, but I don't know like what their flagship beer would be considered. But anyways, yeah, Pumpkinhead ale. That's the one that like I, yeah, I recognize them, and then they're sitting there on the shelves, and then they do a smashed pumpkin one with the orange box. They've come to i mean they've been in north carolina for a long time yes but i don't see much and they don't have very much push behind their distributor they don't have any uh, local representation they're um, just another beer on the shelf they it's, it really is yeah they're here right. because of distribution they're not here because they want to be here yeah exactly would be like i don't know that's that's my guess i'm sure they want to be here i'm sure they want to do well but well no uh, considering like we just said they don't have any local representation that yeah. tells me a whole lot yeah they're they're probably in with the distributor who said, I can get you to all these states. And like, cool, get us to all those states. Yep. Even though in today's world, it has to be more than just, I'm on a truck with all these other beers. You have to have somebody who's fighting for your product. I'm on a truck. Well, and speaking of, so they've decided to do a $65 million redevelopment. And that includes adding a beer-themed hotel, which why that's becoming a thing is beyond me. Uh, but it's also going to they be have nixing seven about, locations. Yeah, it's they're going to be nixing about thirty employees that work in Portland. So they're adding a hotel. Yep. And I and I feel like this is going to be like the Motel Six of brewery hotels. You know, like really, they'll that's all. The light, I want to stay at a beer hotel. You? Well, we got the shipyard. Oh, they'll keep the light on for you though. I know, but like, <laughs> can't I possibly get in anywhere else? No. Okay. Right. Uh, but like well said, they well. They I mean, hey, the good news is it's April. They can't possibly have their pumpkin beer out in April. Oh, they oh, do. Oh, yeah, they Damn. do. Uh, they do have seven other locations, so they're going to try to redistribute some of these folks to some of their other locations. Uh, and then they're also basically working with a placement agency to try to help place the other folks that they are not going to be able to take on at one of the new seven lo- or one of their seven other locations. So this really the whole reason I wanted to bring this up is. And we said this before, and we'll say it again. We're going to continue to see stuff like this. Yeah, these places that they're, they're revamping, right? Yeah. I mean, because you have to at some point adapt to where the market's yep. going. And we're going to see some of these breweries getting into brew pubs. We're going to see some of them getting out of brew pubs. We're going to see some of them trying to do hotels because that's a thing that they need to do. But right. you know, 
I don't think anybody is going down that path that was taking place two to three years ago where they just felt like, well, we have to be nationwide. Let's go and we'll build out production facility everywhere we can. We'll just get our, as long as we can get our beer to everybody, then we'll all drink it. Yeah. It's not really a thing. And it's going to be 20, you know, it's going to be double digit growth from here on out too. This is the exact same problem that we had with uh, green flash. That's what we told the bank anyway. Yeah, exactly. There's no problem with that. We've had 18% growth for the last decade. I know we already talked about it, but the shoots pulling the plug on their, or not their stuff, but revamping their plans. We're going to talk about another brewery that's, Changing a lot of things like two breweries. Yeah. So I think we kind of, you know, the, I don't want to, and I, and I refuse to say the bubble has bursted, but I think people have readjusted their expectations of what this whole economy of craft beer it's truly is. It's not printing is. money like it no. used to be. No. I mean, oh my God. Now again, they have to buckle down and have a business plan. I, I feel like I say this probably every three or four months, but Ryan was famous for, for saying it on the show. If you're getting into, the beer industry now to make money, it's too you're late. too late. Yep. And that was what, three years ago? Easily. I mean, shoot, we've been going for five. Now. Right. So <laughs> it's it's gotta be two or three, if not more. Hey Wells, what is this Cargill place doing? Cargill. Yeah, and why is that name so familiar? You're thinking of Carhartts because you like Because to wear Cargill those? does everything. Okay. I mean it's not like just Monsanto, like Monsanto, right? I mean it's like they just do everything. Okay. Yeah, uh, more or less actually. So um I'm not ready. Not you. <laughs> so anyway, take it, take it now, take it. You take well, it. You take it when I tell you you're ready for so it. So Cargill is closing down one of their malting facilities in North Dakota, and the interesting thing about this is uh, this facility primarily handles a uh, six row barley, okay. whereas craft brewers enjoy, you know, they like two row barley, which doesn't grow as well in North Dakota. And anyway, so they're closing down this facility that primarily handles. The area is six row barley, and so all right. Dumb question: What is the difference between two and six row barley? Man, I had four. every intention of. There's four rows, <laughs> basically. One has two rows, the other has six. I mean, literally, that's all how right. many grains are on the stock. But I mean, it's you know, is that seriously it? Two rows. So you think you know what barley looks like yeah, as a yeah. plant? You yeah. know, some of them have two rows, and some of yeah. them have six. Like <laughs> you're fucking with me. No, he's not fucking with you. Okay, all right. All right, but that—that's what I wanted to know. But basically, for whatever reason, the big brewers prefer to use six row. Um, two row is kind of more the the domain of craft. So, gotcha. Okay. They've got this malting facility that just isn't getting a lot of use because, because its biggest aren't, customers aren't buying what they're selling. Because AB is not doing so hot in these trying times. Well, they just don't. Why have a facility that's underused right. and you can just go somewhere else? Yeah, or, good point. Good so, point. There you go. Okay, all right. It's I just mean, it's a different plant. Okay. Yeah. So, because I know we're a video-based podcast, us, Jeff just showed me pictures of the difference between a two and a six row malt, and I can see the difference from a brewer's perspective. We still have no idea what the yeah, like I, taste I difference. Yeah, is. I don't know what what it's doing for me in terms of. My my. Well, there's something about like extraction, and I can't remember why the is big it brewers. Probably all about like sparging and how much sugar extraction you get out and all that shit. I'm just not 100 percent on this. Yeah, and I could I Google it, but there yeah. would be dead air. And yeah, no, it. it's fine. I'm I'm guessing that that's got to have something to do with sparge efficiency and how much sugar and all the shit you're getting off that. But anyways, so this kind of pissed me off. We what talked did? about New Realm. Yeah, like 
two weeks ago, and literally the day after the show posts, this story fucking pops out about what their actual plans are now with everything. So yep. what are they actually doing? Well, I don't think New Realm really knew what the hell they were doing until and maybe this not. So New Realm is an Atlanta-based brewery. This is Mitch Steele uh, of, of Stone. Of, Coolest fucking name ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they've been growing super, super fast in Atlanta. They've bought some land in south end of Charlotte. And, well, they did something that I did not see coming. I, I kind of assumed that the Charlotte location would be next after they got Atlanta up and running. Right. Uh, no, they went ahead and bought Green Flash. Well, we talked, remember, we talked about them buying the equipment. We just didn't know if they were going to take the lease over for Green Flash or not. And so we found out, like I said, shortly after the episode posted, they're actually taking over the full facility and not just the equipment. Because we were kind of speculating maybe they were just buying the equipment and we're going to bring it to Charlotte. Exactly. And, well, and now we know that is not the case. So... Yeah, Green Flash in uh, in Virginia just got bought up by New Realm, and it looks like New Realm is going to be opening in Virginia. And uh, for now, the uh, the plans to open the Charlotte facility are on hold, but they aren't. They're yeah, still yeah, holding yeah. on to the land because why would you not at Charlotte I, and South End? I, I mean, know. Yeah, that's just going to print money if they decide to sell it. But here's the what just absolutely blows my mind for a new company to do. They haven't even made money yet, but they put. Five million dollars down yeah. on property in a, a town that we'll get to it eventually, but not yet. Holy crap! I wish I had five million dollars of walking around money. Don't you? <sighs> don't you all? But don't I we wouldn't all? be doing this. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. No, no offense to y'all, but you know, five million bucks is five million bucks. I mean, I'd do this full time if I, I mean, had that's that kind like, of money. That's like five chicks at the same time. <laughs> No, hang on. No, I figure, I figure a guy with five million bucks could probably get five well, chicks to do that. Yeah. Oh man, that's, that's a, a second good. office space joke in yeah. one episode. That's a that's that's that's, good. A, that's a record we haven't hit in a while. That's good, uh, but yeah, it, it, really from this article, it seems like they are literally just going to sit on that Charlotte property and maybe they do something with it. Maybe they turn around and sell it for extra capital. I, I think you know this was made out to say like they bought this property for pennies on the dollar, and if if you've got the the cash and the know how and yeah. the will, I think they can. I think they can do this. Yeah, and and be successful. Um, I wish them luck. I know one of the guys that works down at New Realm and way to tip me off. <laughs> right. I know. I I would have liked to have written this article, but you know, whatever. Whatever. Uh, so you guys remember Fatheads, right? No. Wait, that's that one that's from like Ohio that people rave about. And yeah. I'm always like, I've never even heard of them, yep. let alone had them. Oh, they're coming to Charlotte. And it's been like two years going that they're coming to Charlotte. Yeah, 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 yeah those guys. They're not coming alert. to Charlotte. Oh, they're not coming to Charlotte. Bloody. Yeah, big shock. So basically. Well, Lottie freaking da. Uh, so <laughs> like Jeff said, they, this has been in talks for like the last couple of years. Uh, they decided to expand everything out into Cleveland and decided to just stick local. So, in other words, again, as we have just discussed, it's all these places that wanted to expand out all over the place, brew pub model or brewery model or whatever model. He's being really pokey over there to this episode. I don't know what his deal is. He's, too, he's so upset because we keep scooping him on things. He's like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well. And now he's like talking to all of his people. Like, Did you know about this? Yeah. They just told me about this. What the hell happened? Uh, so yeah, Fathead has decided to just stay local. Which hey, 
At least it's smart. At least they didn't get here and anymore have to close that. Down six, but that six is the consistent later. play. Yeah. You know, quit trying to overextend yourselves on the hopes that you're going to have this huge growth getting into a new market when, yep. especially a market like Charlotte, we have a lot of breweries. Not that we can't handle anymore, right? but we have a lot. Most of them have a pretty loyal following. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, fatheads would come in and it would probably be okay. But it's just like, yeah, add, you know, it's like add another pizza joint. Yep. Unless you are really that awesome that you're going to start pulling people away from existing breweries. Or another burger place. Dude, I would, I, would wait in, I would wait in line for a good burger place, especially if they had like milkshakes or something. Yeah. <sighs> that isn't a chain, but it's a chain, you know? I, I Those? Yeah. I'd be down. I'd be down. Oh, so one other, th- and again, I didn't stick this in the show notes. It was just an observation before we move on to our final story. You guys remember World of Beer? Yeah. Did you know it's back? Mm-hmm. I had no fucking idea. Yeah, they have food now. Did they change the? So they they left and the place changed its name to like right? No, they moved. They're tap now, and handle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Hell's and Dunkel. Hell's, Hell's and Dunkel. Dunkel. Yeah. Uh, the new World of Beer is, is now in the, in the epicenter. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I was going to Avengers and I looked sounds over, about that sounds about right. Okay. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I, had no I idea they were think back. it will do just fine. Oh, uh, where it's at? Yeah, there for that market. Yeah, and typically, what kind of beers that they had in the World of Beers? Not all that great. So. Yeah, I think it'll work great there. And they have food now, too, huh? Interesting. I don't understand, and anyone can see this as a, a thing, but they prided themselves on having beer from all over the world and, you know, so many different examples. But, you know, nobody's drinking, like, some obscure, like, sake barrel-aged imperial saison from Japan, right. for example. And... I don't know, trust me, I, I trust me. I, I went there to World of Beer and I ordered that beer and just thought mm, it's been sitting in here for a year and a half, and this is clearly not what the brewer intended yeah. it to taste like. So, um, and and that I think is a fatal flaw to to World of Beer or to any of these places that are or like ma- the one up in Raleigh that's got how many taps does that place have? Over three hundred and fifty, and guess what? They're opening one of those in South and Charlotte, yeah. and it's going to have more. Yeah, I know. We've and about that. I cannot wait until that place is about to open just so I, I've been well, you know, formulating like the, the a, first, my thoughts for weeks. the first week will be great because everything will be semi fresh. But beyond that, don't bother. Yeah, it's one of those places like congratulations. You hit your second month of being open. I'm no, no longer going back. All right, so we talked about this. I'm very curious as to why you brought this article back up again. Well, okay, so we have talked about the IPA bitterness and the calculated uh, science behind determining IBUs. This is a a more in-depth read on on the topic than, you know, what we had talked about before. You know, this gets into... I mean, a little bit more about the process. and Science, yeah. Yeah. So it's not just a, you know, these group of people. It's not are, an opinion piece by somebody who's looking for clicks. It somebody is. actually did some research and studying on it. Yeah. So it, this is just a... So what did they find? Anything good? I mean, it's things that we've read just the little bit of, but rather than just the table of contents, here's the, yeah. the information. So there's actually some meat behind this. And, exactly. And it's, it's kind of, you know... Again, there's there's a reason that this style is coming up. So for folks that, you know, aren't, you know, that wanted a little bit more background on the IBU debate, 
and how we may be calculating bitterness and IPAs wrong. Uh, you know, we touched about on it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but I think this is the mother load of, of information. I mean, it's, it's neat. It's one of those long reads that you need to be in the right frame of mind and have some time, mm-hmm. but a lot of really cool information here. I bet. Yep. I'm, I'm looking at it now. And I'm like, I'm definitely gonna have to go check this out. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they're <laughs> dipping into the chemistry and it's, you know, new Belgium's involvement, getting their lab team working and, See, I mean, that would be fun to me. Like, brewery side of the house would be like working in a lab and doing that shit. That would be way fascinating to me. I, I mean, I know a lab guy. I mean, that would be loads of fun. Like coming up with your own yeast and shit like that. We can try to the science. I think it would be kind of fun to get like a chemist in here. Someone, yeah, it would be actually. You're right. We should go and do an on-site at a brewery that has one of those. Yeah, I know just the person. Oh, oh, oh! All right, really. Mm-hmm. When are you out of town? <laughs> I'm gone. Let's do it then. No. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, kind of really. It would knock out a couple birds with one stone. Word. Anyway. You know what? I will change the Amazon password so you guys can't upload anything, and then I'll just control everything. I don't upload shit. That's true. I know. can't touch this. Yeah. What, what is it again you do here? What would you say uh, you do here? I, I lend these dulcet tones to your ears. <laughs> you do bring a, a lion's share of the beer. Crappy too. mic. Yeah. You don't like Wells' mic, feel free to support us. Patreon.com slash crapbeercast. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Make me sound better. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> we keep slapping him. It's not helping. Yeah. All right. Well, are you ready for break? Go for it. All right. We'll be back in 30. It's pretty simple. We've been sipping on beer throughout the show, and uh, here's our chance to give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, a yes or a no, a buy or a no buy. Jeff, what is the first beer up? So the first beer up, oh, damn it, Wells. Here, take this. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you're going to take, take it all. Take it all. That's right. Whoa, take it all. Easy. Um, Settle down. First beer. Uh, so uh, this episode could easily be titled... Uh, we're not out of beer names because of things that are here. Yeah. Um, first beer up is called uh, Hello Cerise. Hello Cerise. Hello Cerise. It is a uh, a cherry sour from uh, High Branch. High Branch uh, in Concord, which like I didn't realize. I'm out of the loop. Yeah, I looked. Where did you think it was? <sighs> Nothing. I just completely space cadetted for a second. High Branch Brewing Company, Concord, yep. North Carolina. Um, I'll be damned. I had no idea they were there. Right. Dark, sour, aged in oak wine barrels for five months with a blend of mixed cultures, transferred to stainless for two months, and re-fermented with a blend of sweet and tart cherries. Oh, that explains it. Transferred again to freshly dumped Pinot Noir barrels and aged for another four months to pick up character from the wine and the oak. Uh, this is outstanding. This is absolutely fantastic. Uh, wonder we were tasting it earlier. I said I like it because it's like 
it's kind of tart up on the top, and then the middle, it's nice and sweet and smooth. And now reading this, it makes total sense. Yeah. Two types of cherries in there. Like, it, it hits my palate different. Mm-hmm. Um, this is fantastic and amazing. And it's a shame that hopefully they make more of this as the time goes on. I mean, I mean it's not going to be something they make all the time and quickly and easily and whatever, but um, this is a great beer. This is a fantastic beer. And I don't know that I've had any high branch, uh, but um, I am now extremely interested. Yeah, You had my interest, and now you have my attention. I think I've brought a, a can previously on the show of mm. something else that they've done. Was so Ninja something something? Ninja Slippers? Yes. So we've had high branch on the show, just not a lot. Um, but this is... This is really good. I mean, for such a young brewery to be cranking out a barrel-aged sour like this. Yes. Um, damn. Yeah, this is really I'm, good. I'm, I'm so I'm a big buy. So yeah, Wells is a no buy. buy. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Josh? I would suck it up and take some Zantac so I could enjoy a bottle of this because... Holy shit, that is fantastic. And cherries, I love cherries to begin with, so wow, that that worked way better than I expected it to. And it is a little, it's not like super heartburning, like I can already feel a little bit of it here, yeah. but I seriously would suck it up and take a Zantac just so I could enjoy this, because holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, it's so really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up, uh, also from High Branch, it's their Promise Ring, uh, a hazy IPA. And I really like that one, too. Not really sure uh, what's going on here with these hazy IPAs as of late, but uh, that one actually I, I enjoyed. I, I'm telling you, we are Stockholm Syndrome from this motherfucker. See, I don't think it's Stockholm Syndrome. I think that the style has been around long enough that people are getting this thing dialed in. And with you know the beer judging kind of saying these are the parameters that a good hazy IPA should have. Finally, people are saying, you know what? <coughs> this is the style, and we should start making things to the style. So, I'm still going to say you Stockholm Syndrome does into liking I'll these I'll get beers. back in the cellar. <laughs> Put some lotion on its skin. Um, but yeah, I really like this. It's really good. It's refreshing. Um, it is sweet and juicy. It is not hot, bitter at all. Not very much. Just a little bit, but not much. Um, yeah, I like it. I would buy it. Wells? It it doesn't give off like that. It's still hazy, definitely juicy, but it's not like yeast slurry. So yeah. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I, I'm I'm trying to figure out what I like about this that I don't like about others. And like, I know some of, I feel like heist is the one that we always pick on, but like I'm kind of 50, 50 with their hazy, hazy IPAs because some of them come in and they're kind of like this where Yes, it's hazy, but it's not like... And some of them you can eat with a spoon. Yeah, and the, the, those I'm not so crazy about. When it when I, it gives off the impression that you could have mixed flour in it, yep. like, I don't want that. I don't yeah. want a beer made with cornstarch. Yeah. But this promise this ring... Is not. This is great. Yeah, super tasty, solid buy. Josh, are you buying the promise ring? I can't believe I am. I'm telling you, we've gotten conditioned. But this is another well-made... Freaking hazy IPA. So, yes, I will buy it. Next beer up. Next beer up. Again, we're not running out of beer names. Nope. Even more pecan pie, Jesus. Yes. Which really is. It needs a comma. Even more pecan (laughs) pie, Jesus? No, no. Question mark at the end. Well, both. (laughs) Even more pecan pie, Jesus? 
Or an exclamation point. <laughs> Even more pecan pie! Jesus! Jesus! Uh, Fun with punctuation. Right. Let's eat, Grandma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is an imperial stout brewed with molasses and with pecan extract. Um, this tastes like pecan pie. It delivers on exactly what it says it does. And I enjoy it. I would, I would actually, uh, as cliche as it is to say bourbon barrel this, um, I love bourbon barrel pecan pie. Yeah. Or I love bourbon, bourbon in my pecan pie, rather. Yeah, bourbon, um, pie. I think that would go really well with this. Uh, this is like if you've had any of the Even More Jesus and you like those, you will like this. Yeah. Unless you just hate pecans. Yeah. Wells? Well, oh, yeah, I'm a buy. That was a lead. Um, Unless you're a monster that's dead inside. I'm not a huge pecan pie fan. I like this beer like I like pecan pie, like a little bit, and I'm kind of satisfied. You'd buy a can. I would split that can with two other people personally. Okay. But I'm going to say I'm going to no buy it because the whole like thought of having a a pint of this, much less 13 ounces of this, just (laughs) doesn't do it for you. I would die of diabetic shock. I mean, this is one of those times where I look at it and I say, you know, Evil Twin, this would have been great in a 12-ounce can. Oh, yeah, fully. 60 ounces a, could be a bit much. I, I agree with you. Especially for 13% or 12% beer. Like, yeah. I'm not like, I don't cru- need a 60- I'm not crushing a pint of this. No way. <laughs> Just, I mean, normally after mowing my lawn, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you do. Bunch of yard work. Oh, I, I, I put my Imperial Stouts in those hats with the straw that goes down <laughs> oh, your mouth. Nice. So See, I don't even have to like, those are after too mowing slow for me. I just put it straight up in the funnel. Yeah. Boom. Butt chug. Butt chugging it. Well, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> well, we all know your dirty little secret. Josh, where are you with this? So I, like Wells, do not like pecan pie or pecan pie. Okay, I was going to say, say yeah. it right. I know. You monster. I know. I live with a southerner, so, you know, it is pecan. And, and No, it's not. I know it's not, but It's it pecan. Is. Thank you. I know. I know. I know. Uh, I have had this argument for years, and okay. I can okay. never okay. win. Okay, all right. Anyways. Don't like the pie. Like this beer a lot. Like I was floored with how much I actually liked it because it's really good. It is fantastic, and maybe it's because I am a just a even more Jesus fan. And yeah. So it, all it, these crazy variants they're coming out with. Yes, please. Well, most. But be careful because yeah. they're not all winners. We right. had that one. I can't remember what it was. Wells brought. It was like some crazy barrel, and it didn't. It didn't work out. Mm. They're not all winners. Yeah, but they're not. You're right. I mean, I, I, saw, one... I saw a bottle of Anmas Cafe Jesus, and I'm like, ooh, I'm already broke. I need to quit spending money. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that six-pack of Boy King instead. Oh, yeah. that's $18? Okay, I will definitely not be getting the <laughs> Cafe Damn Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, big buy for me. All right, next rep. All right, uh, <clears throat> entry number four for tonight in the uh, We're Not Running Out of Beer Names, Evil Twins, uh, Imperial Oatmeal Stout, <clears throat> entitled, not going to. Catch my breath here first. Some people are immune to good advice. Imperial Maple Stout. Alrighty then. I don't quite understand the name. Say it three times fast. Some people are immune to good advice. Maple Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout. Some people are immune to good advice. Maple Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout. Some people are immune to good advice. Maple Bourbon Barrel. Wow. (laughs) Maple. Welcome to Bye No Bye. We've been drinking the whole show. (laughs) Two shows. Yeah, this is the second show. The bigger beers are coming out, yeah. and they're starting to catch up. As they always do. Oh, yeah, my bad. My, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. My bad, Wells. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So Wells does not like this beer. No, I, I like this. Um, 
I feel like every time I see Evil Twin in maple bourbon barrel aged, I feel like a two is the starting number for a bomber. Yeah, which is not on this one. Believe it's it or not. It's nope. not a twenty dollar bomber. I don't think. Look at the other side. It's a three. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell! Yeah. Thirty two dollars. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, that's nothing. Yeah. I um, I like this beer. I don't like it that much. I okay. can't, I can't in good conscience buy this beer. Okay. Well, that's, but, that's a fair point. But isn't like price no object on this whole thing? Like. It can be. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, it shouldn't be, but would I spend my money on this beer? I it, What would happen is I'd pick it up, I'd I turn mean, around l- and go... L- let's say <gasps> that you were at Kit's, yep. and he got that beer in today. After having a sample of it, price point be damned. Yeah, would you buy it? I'm like, if, if I'm not worried about money, yeah, it's a good beer, I would buy it. Okay. But I just, I don't like, I don't like that they are charging... It seems like, what's weird is that it seems like Evil Twin beers are getting cheaper and the bourbon barrel or the maple barrel are getting astronomically higher well, the ma- to balance it out. The maple barrels are in limited supply and high demand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's the, it's the new hotness. They can. And this is, this doesn't even have the bliss tag on it. So this isn't even a bliss barrel. So I mean, they can charge whatever they want to for the barrels guys. now. Yep. And the barrels are ridiculously expensive. I'm talking like four times the cost of your normal barrel. Wow. So. It's not like you're paying the equivalent, but it's or the same price, but the size is a quarter of a normal bourbon barrel. So that's where I'm getting that number. All right. Fair enough. So, Jeff, you're, you are just... I'll buy a, a conditional, right. conditional buy, right? Conditional buy. All right. Self. <sighs> well, so what about you, man? This beer is incredible. Yeah. Like, this is... I, I don't even know what to say. This This is one of the better beers that I've had in a while. Yeah, there's a three uh, in the in the in the price tag, which would definitely make me pause. But after having it now, oh man, I'm not gonna hold that bottle in my hand long before I pull the trigger on this. Solid buy, Josh. Have two worldwides and there's no pause. It's just <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's evil twin maple barrel. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you fell right for his trap, didn't you? I did, but damn, this is good. I'm kind of glad I did because. Normally, Jeff, I'm like you. I would have seen that three and went, "Nope, we're done." I would have seen that. I would have seen that three and flipped a coin, essentially. But yeah, no, Now I'm seeing this three and I'm fucking buying this. Yeah, well, no, and, I, and I mean that's the problem, right? Turned, like turned away. So the hard part is spending thirty two dollars on a bomber for yourself, right? Now, in in our format here, you know, we've got there's three of us. Yeah. That's not bad. I mean, we've joked for a while, although we're not joking. We're totally serious. We'd love to find somebody who would be willing to part with one. But we've talked about going in on a bottle of Utopias. Yes, absolutely. We'd love to try that. We'd love yes. to do that. Yes. And, you know, I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine, and I'm like, I know this is going to sound ridiculous for me to say it out loud, but I'd put in 70, 80 bucks for a share of Utopias. Yep. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, there would be lots of questions, <laughs> but I would definitely do it. Utopias is one of those beers that I think every dedicated beer it has to try once yeah yeah and I i'm mean, just waiting for my turn it's i mean to yeah <laughs> it'll, it'll one of these days and i've got time yeah no we'll, big hurry we'll dumb luck into it at some point yeah. we've done we have dumb luck into so many beers on the show yeah. that i never would have thought i've would have gotten after to try. five years we've you know we, we've got the perspective to say that there are no beers that are worth chasing. Yes, absolutely. And there are beers that are essential drinking that everybody should have once. And if you run into it and you can have it, have it. If you can get a hold of Utopias, get some. Yep. If you can get a hold of an extra bottle and you want to sell it to us, 
Let or, us know. Or, or you would buy it on our behalf is the better way to say it. There would you go. Now will be a bad time to say that I've had Utopias on draft twice. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned that before, and we yeah. hate you every time. Yeah. <sighs> my dick is this big. Yes, it is. <laughs> well says. My dick is this big. But no, I, I mean, this beer is just... I w- You're right, Jeff. I fell for his trap, but holy shit, this thing is fantastic. And I, and I feel I feel for the people who never get to try this because I, I would never have bought this on my own. So thank right. you for buying it. I mean, it, you know, <clears throat> we we don't say it too often, but with the exception of the beer that gets shipped into us from other people, and we always give them credit. Yes. All the other beers that you have heard us talk about on all of our shows, we're at 250-something and change, right? 250-some-odd episodes worth of beer. Yeah, 227. Yeah, I mean, like, some... <laughs> 13, 14, 1,500 beers that oh, we've had yeah. on the show. The number of beers we have had is insane. It's all stuff that we buy. Yep. We do it because we're interested in it, and this is an excuse for us to have a bottle share and talk about it and what have you. But, I mean, we don't have access to everything. And so you'll no. hear me say, and I said it last episode, if you've got access to some crazy beer that is like a big deal and you think we really ought to try, man, send us some. Yeah. And and if you're if you're the kind of person that you want some local Charlotte beer. There's specific stuff like, oh man, I hear about this hop drop and roll because it's won a gold medal. Man, I'd love to have some of that. Man, we would love to send you some. Yep. Let us know. Yeah, we're all about doing contact at craftbeercast.com. Absolutely. So, anyway, final beer. So up? Josh, you're a buy on that one. Yes. Uh, final beer up the the final beer in the Event Horizon series for this year. Anyway. For this year, yeah, for this year. Uh, this is uh, number four. Or eight, depending on who's counting. I wish they had done that to begin with. I, I know. Anyway, uh, anyway this is uh, Event Horizon with cocoa, cinnamon, vanilla, and habanero. And I saw this, and I'm like, okay, so let's just go ahead and fit this one in. We're not going to drink much of it because it's going to be too hot. And I was completely wrong. This has the perfect amount of heat for me. Uh, I can't believe I like it with the cinnamon as well. But all of those spices meld together, and I'm like, I'm amazed that I like this beer as much as I do. Um, I'm a buy. Wells, you're gonna probably I, buy. I am not wearing an old hickory shirt today. You're not, so I feel like I can talk semi objectively. Um, look, this depending on the day. Uh, this is either my first or second favorite of this current Spectrum series. Um, Barrel Aged Coffee being its counterpart, but yeah, yeah. holy crap, it's, <laughs> that's obviously the other number one. Well, it's it's habanero throughout, just enough cinnamon to let you know it's there. I'm not getting a ton of vanilla, but I am getting some oh, rich I got, chocolate. I got a ton of vanilla. In this is just this is nice. This is everything that I was hoping it would be. Um, in my mind, this had no business being any good. For me, because I see, hab- as to why. I see habanero okay. and cinnamon. Okay. okay. Cinnamon in a beer already, I'm like a little skeptical Makes about. Sense. Okay. Especially when it's like chalk, like cocoa, vanilla, and cinnamon. And I'm like, why? Why the cinnamon? Yeah. And then you throw habanero in there and I'm like, really, why? But okay. And then uh, completely mind blown. Yeah. So here we are. So I'm about Josh. So on my spice journey that I have been going on because I really feel like it's been a journey for me because I used to not like anything spicy whatsoever. And now you're all the spice must flow. Yes. I mean, 
at the bare minimum, a Chipotle hot sauce has to go on just about everything I eat, if not something more. Josh is legit the Spice Channel at this point. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I saw this beer, and out of the four, this was probably the one I was the most excited for because really? I wanted to see yeah. how far have I truly gotten in this experiment. <laughs> the Habanero's there. Yeah. It's not old, you know, overly powering, powering. It's yeah. not really strong. The cinnamon's there. The vanilla's there. I really... I'm floored that this should be the base model of Event Horizon to me, if you're asking me, because I don't like Event Horizon on its own. So this really, all the sweetness minus minus coffee. This is almost their Prairie Bomb. Yeah, but kill this. Uh huh. This kills the sweetness. There's your next year for you. This kills the sweetness of the honey that's in the normal Event Horizon for me to the point where it doesn't exist. And what the other part of the beer that's here is just fan fucking tastic. I already know all about next year. I'll tell you, off, Mike. Ah. Oh. So, yeah. Damn this it, Bobby. A huge buy for me. Love this one. So, Wells, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Well, of all the beers that we gave the thumbs up to, uh, what's the one that we want on tap on our home kegerator? So, what I find really interesting about doing shows back to back like we do, spoiler alert, you get a show like last show where we had two beers, two beers that nobody bought. Josh had only bought one beer the entire show. Yeah. And then you got this show that minus Wells on the pecan pie on the pecan pie. We bought everything. Yep. Yep. Just sometimes I think it's how we stack the deck, to be well, honest with you. But, you know, like we, we, we don't know what these beers are going to be like. Yeah, you don't know what you time. don't know. Right. But I think we kind of purposely stacked the deck with the first show with lighter sets of beers. Yeah. Well, we got to wake up a little bit. Right. <laughs> hey, it's the first beer of the show. We're having a 18 percent worldwide stout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the next thing you know, you're buying a 30-some dollar Imperial Maple Stout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. Um, man, uh, if I'm going to put a beer on that, um, I mean, they're all good. I bought them all. Yeah, but which one do you want on in the new new place? I'm, I'm trying to think of what I would what I would want to go back to. This is difficult. This is... This one's... Yeah, this is this has been a really good lineup. I feel like I need a moment. Um, makes two of us. I mean, I can tell you guys where I'm going if you don't know yet. Where are you going, Josh? Well, you start us off. Take All your right. time telling us, but I have to go, and I can't believe I'm gonna say it, but I'm gonna put that goddamn some people are immune to good advice. Imperial Maple Maple Stout on tap because. Holy shit, yeah, it was $30, and now that I know that, like, <clears throat> I can't believe I bought a $30 bomber, but I am not disappointed in any way, shape, or form that I did, so I'm sure that keg would cost me two legs and a nut, but I'd still... Well, the I'd good st- news is you've got, uh, well, you got one nut left. <laughs> I've got one nut left at least, but yeah, that's that's mine. Wells? All right, Old Hickory Homer. I love the Spectrum 4. I love the Cerise. The Promise Ring was a solid, you know, yeah. example of a hazy IPA. It really was. Uh, pecan Pie Jesus. Uh, yeah. That's, that's one of those beers I'd buy for my dad, and he'd love it, and I'd have some, and everyone's happy. Yeah, that's not your bag, baby. But what's the one that's going to keep me up at night? What's the one that the I've maple. already... It's always going to be the maple. It's going to be that maple. You're such a maple homer. I'm not a maple homer, but holy crap, <laughs> this thing is wielded... So well. Yeah. Yeah. Evil Twin definitely grabbed a niche 
before it became a market. Yep. And I'd say they made the market. That uh, true. Who else is really fucking around with? Okay, founders. Founders was fucking around with the Maple Barrels before CBS. Yeah, yeah. but that's it. Exactly. And even then, I would argue that. And CBS wasn't up until the last couple of years even all that regular. But I mean, them. like, I drink CBS and I feel like I need a shot of insulin. Mm. Whereas, yeah, this beer, I don't feel that way at all. So Jeff, where are so you what's going to happen then? I'm going to go with a sour. Hello, Cerise, for me. All right. Um, I, I was it was balancing between that and the Promise Ring, and as much as I, I've come to like that style of beer, I still don't know. How I would feel about a whole pint keg, of it, yeah. or a whole let keg alone of it. a whole keg. Yeah, I mean, I, I know a, a buddy of mine has a, has a keg that somebody gifted him, and it was, you know, it's a New England style IPA. And the first half of the glass, you're like, oh, this is good. I like the hops in this. And then you get to the second half, and it's like, I just kill me now. Yeah. Hey, what's that over there? Drain pour. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, mm, mm, that, that was, was good. good. I mean, this is my first time having a bottled sour from this brewery. And, oh, it's impressive! And they've as hell. set they've impressive. set the bar fairly high. Yeah, yeah. They have. Good luck Absolutely. living up to your own expectations. <laughs> yeah, Peace out. Right? <laughs> All right, so Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh, find us at craftbeercast.com. I'll link to us on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash craftbeercast, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. If you want to support us, throw us some money, we'd appreciate that. Um, reach out to us. You know, again, if you are in one of those markets that has some beer that you know people go crazy about and you want to hear us talk about it on the show. I mean, sometimes uh, we are brutally honest if you will send us yeah. beer. Uh, Chuck and uh, the Clues Brewer are two as of late that are uh, sometimes the... Uh, they, they are the benefactor when we're excited. Yep. And uh, they're the whipping boy. They're when also we're the whipping boy when it sucks. And I know we've got a couple bottles from uh, Clueless that are sitting there in the in the keyser that I'm super excited to try. I think are going to be really awesome. But nice. uh, yeah, send it to us. Uh, reach out to us via email, contact at craftbeercast.com or hit us up on the Twitters at CBCast. You can find me at Jeff Kissel. There is at all the wells. You can find me at all the wells on the Insta Twits. And Josh yes. is yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, uh, iTunes or you know, whatever you're using. And beyond that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.